What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are Deep Dive Sports. Today we are back with another Lights Out segment. It's just going to be Chase and Antonio today. Obviously, I am Chase. And I'm Antonio. And Duke is out this week dealing with some personal stuff. So a little light on the podcast today. We're just going to kind of talk about Jake Paul, what happened with Tyron Woodley, what we think he's going next. And then we're going to kind of talk about our favorite fighters right now, um, why we like them, what we like about them, and what's coming up next for them. So we're just going to start off with Jake Paul. I know you didn't get to watch the fight, but you said you got to watch a recap. I want to I want to hear your thoughts about what happened. Well, I uh, I was actually pretty pretty impressed with Jake Paul's performance, actually, especially against uh, a significant fighter as Tywin Woodley is. Uh, used used to be the welterweight champion uh, in the UFC. Um, so I thought of his fight so far. This is probably his most significant one. And definitely his split decision win from it definitely uh, probably raised a lot of people's eyebrows or probably got, uh, he probably got a lot, lot more attention on him regarding like, oh, is this guy actually a good fighter now? But granted, he's still fairly new after this fight. He's 4-0, still undefeated. But I don't know if he's, uh, but I don't know if he's really the, the caliber fighter of where he uh, can possibly ask for big name people such as like Canelo um, or other people in that caliber of fighters, but yeah, but he's all right right now. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. I mean, what'd you think? Like personally, just watching the highlights of the fight, do you think Jake Paul won that fight? I I personally think he did. Um, Tywin like off the bat, I I believe he truly underestimated Jake Paul as a, as a fighter, honestly. Um, because obviously with as seasoned as Tywin Woodley is and, you know, with his experience in title fights and whatnot, you would, you would think going into the fight, he would have a better edge, but I just personally think that he just got, he was overly confident in his ability and underestimated Jake Paul and Jake Paul took advantage of it and he got the better of him. Yeah. And basically I think the only round that from what I saw from the recap, uh, that Tywin really won was round four. Other than that, I think put him on the ropes. Yeah. Other than that, I think Jake Paul pretty much won every round besides that. And it went the whole eight rounds. So, right. It was, it was a little unfortunate. I watched the whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, it was kind of, it was kind of evident that Jake Paul was winning that fight throughout the entire fight, but it it wasn't that he was winning. It's just that Tyron wasn't really fighting. And that's like, he fought a couple of rounds, Tyron Woodley, but that was like his big downfall in the UFC and why he's lost. I mean, he's lost every fight in his last three years now. Um, I mean, he just, that's the way he would fight. He, he, it looked like he lost his, his, his fire to compete. He didn't want to go all out anymore. He got knocked out two or three times and now he's just skittish. He's not, he's too scared to fight. And I had a horrible feeling that that's the Tyron Woodley we were going to see when he fought Jake Paul. That's exactly the Tyron Woodley that we saw when he fought Jake Paul. So I wasn't super surprised, but I was a little disappointed because I know if Tyron Woodley came into that fight, like I could reinvigorate my name from this fight, mm-hmm. like get some respect on my name again. Oh yeah. 
that he, I, I figured he would take that and be like, all right, I'm going to put my heart into this fight and I'm going to go out. And he just didn't. He fought like the time will be that we saw in the past two and a half years that's lost his last five fights. Now he's lost against the biggest joker in the world right now. So. <laughs> I know. And what sucks is that you got this YouTuber that's got the, the upper hand over Tywin right now. And, you know, and Tywin has to come to Jake Paul and requesting for a rematch rather than, you know, than, than a than a former welterweight champion uh, having their request come from Jake Paul himself. But right. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of embarrassing and shameful. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> it's, it's a little embarrassing all around really, but I mean, anybody that watches, I know you're not an avid MMA watcher and sure yeah. viewers know that by now, but anybody that avidly watches MMA, um, they know that when that fight was scheduled, what was going on with Tyron. And I think a lot of us knew that if Tyron fought the way he's been fighting, that he wasn't going to win that fight, but it's, as much as I hate to say it, it's some of the best brain play, <laughs> I guess I can see, um, I, I can say from that I've seen from a fighter, even though he's not really a fighter, but he's just, he's using his intellect to get his himself further. Cause when I watched him fight, yeah, he could throw a punch, but I, for me, he's not, he's not a fighter. And his first three fights, he didn't fight fighters. And he finally fought a fighter, but a fighter that everybody knew was not fighting anymore. He was he was out of it. Right. And, and it's like somebody that's I can't, I can't remember the, the, the guy that called him out <clears throat> right at the end of the card or the, the beginning of the, the, the first fight on the card. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but was it, uh, it was it Tommy Fury? Yeah, Tommy Fury. Yeah. So if they make that fight, Tommy is somebody that's invigorated. He's he's ready to fight. He wants to put his name on it. He wants to put a name to himself. He wants to be a boxer. He's trained to be a boxer. He's boxed before. I like that's the fight to make, like an up and coming actual boxer. Because Jake Paul for me does not deserve to fight a boxer that already has a name to him. As yeah. as much as he's already fought, you know, Tyron Woodley, obviously. Right. It. He doesn't deserve, he's not in the MMA world and anybody could fight Tyron right now. Anybody mm -hmm. proven by Jake Paul. Right. So giving him for me personally, I think he gets, he'll probably get a middle named to top tier named boxer if mm -hmm. he wants to, but he'll probably take another smart fight. Um, but I think logistically, if he's really trying to carry out this boxing thing, if he takes a lower level boxer that's actually on his way up and takes right. him out, that's now I'm going to start thinking he's actually got some potential because right now I still don't think anything of him. Well, no, especially, especially with the, uh, one of his previous fights against Nate Robinson. Like what the, like how, you know, like how can you really say like Jake Paul is a, uh, it could it could be like some sort of an accredited boxer if you if you're going to be facing the next NBA player who's <laughs> right. like shit. Let me try this in boxing now. <laughs> I yeah, I don't really get it. But I mean, how do you, how do you feel about it? What, what do you think? What do you think's logistical for him? What what do you think his next move is? Uh, I don't know. Like after. After the fight, uh, he seemed really adamant that he, he looked 
um, looked interested in possibly having another rematch with uh, Tyron, but uh, only if uh, Tyron uh, gets the gets the I love Jake Paul tattoo on him first. Right. <laughs> but uh, but no, man, I, I would probably agree with you that he would probably want to go against uh, Tom Tommy Fury. Um, that would if he would actually come come on top in that fight, that would probably give him more accreditation to his name and to his ability. But until that actually happens, he's still he's still a YouTuber and and a joke to the sport right now. So, yeah, I agree. And I mean, how do you how do you feel as just a fan of the sport watching a YouTuber take out two ex MMA fighters? Like, I kind of want to hear your insight on that. I don't know. I don't know. In the sense, is like these MMA fighters that they're that their ego is taking the better advantage of them and they're overconfident. just like, okay, I got this, uh, I, I got this, this, uh, this YouTuber that's trying to make a name of himself. That's, you know, just doing a lot of trash talking and thinks like, okay, yeah, I got, I have some sort of ability, I think, and want to test it out. But, you know, and unfortunately it, they, with these businesses like the UFC and the boxing association, they're, they're taking these influencers in to these fights because they have a lot of followers with them on their social media platforms. So it's like, yeah, well, if we put these YouTubers into these fights, we'll have more of a following and more of a younger, you know, people coming, uh, coming into the sport. And unfortunately with boxing with the, they need newer people to look into such a, such an old sport compared to UFC. But it to me it's it's disgraceful to sport to you know and i don't and i don't really think that these influencers really should have the these opportunities uh as high as they are to come straight into the sport like with with most of these fighters they started down in the bottom of the totem pole and that's how i think that everybody should come across into these bigger that these main card events you start from the bottom you work your way to the top. That's really how you, that's how you'll get your name across. And that's how you'll show the people, Hey, I have the talent. I, I belong here. And that's how, you know, that, that's how I believe that uh, everybody should come into the sport as like, you just, just because of your name and your influence just doesn't, I don't think should buy your way into any main card type thing. But unfortunately, UFC boxing association, they are businesses and the people. So at the end of the day, it's a business. So, and cash is king. So you bring up a great point. I mean, you give, I mean, you give people like Jake Paul this opportunity, like, oh, you have, you know, I don't even know, 6 million followers on, it's probably like 20 million followers on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. I think, I think I, I think I read that he has like about 20 million YouTube uh, subscribers. And I think, uh, around 18 between Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And, and you give someone like that the opportunity to be like, I want to come into your sport. And this is why I've had such a huge problem with boxing recently mm-hmm. because it's just, I mean, it is a sport, but it's, it's a business first yeah. right now. And that's, and it's really, it's just made it so uninteresting um, because even if you give you, you give somebody like Jake Paul the opportunity to be like, okay, well, you want to be a boxer, then we'll let you be the first fighter on an, on an undercard or something. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? That undercard's still going to draw a massive amount of views because, hey, I want to see how so-and-so is doing. You don't just give them the main card, but that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just frustrating because I feel bad for all the guys. Obviously, I'm not a fighter, and I know mm-hmm. people that have tried fighting, and it's it's difficult. It's extremely difficult. Oh, and yeah. You just get people like Jake Paul that are just like, well, I made a name for myself being an asshole on the internet, so now I'm going <laughs> to you know, headline a fight card and get all these fights that people that have worked all their lives to get will never have the chance to get. Right. Yeah. That, that Talking on that subject, though, of the influence, mm-hmm. uh, how did you feel about him comparing himself to Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali? That, okay. that uh, I I wasn't aware of that. Oh. But, but that's just... <laughs> Dude, yeah, you're he, you're, um... you're you're four you're four and zero, oh, and <laughs> it, okay, you're undefeated, but that doesn't give you the damn right to even compare yourself to Iron Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. Like, okay, if he Iron Mike, the youngest heavyweight champion in in boxing at 20 years old, you think if Jake Paul right now at 24 compared to went up to the 20 year old Mike Tyson, he would have a damn shot. Hell no. He, his ass would be out of the, out of the ring with just one punch of Tyson. He, that, no, man. Like, I don't even know if Jake Paul would even, would even win against Tyson now. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. I mean, did you no. watch the Tyson reunion fight? Uh, I I unfortunately didn't. I mean, Tyson looked good. I mean, he didn't yeah, like he didn't look like he was, you know, he could fight fight. But what? Well, well, no, but he's Jake Paul. Well, yeah, from like from from what other like snippet videos I've seen of him training the Tyson, like he's still in great shape for his age. Yeah, like absolutely. that, like that dude has just. I, I think I've mentioned this in another episode, but it's like this dude has really encompassed his whole life to boxing. And so it's like he lit, he lives and breathes boxing and that's all he does. And, you know, and it's like, and just what Jake Paul now just getting into this shit. It, if you go against Tyson now, you, you just get his ass demolished. This, this is um, Jake Paul's exact quote. For the okay. kids, I look like Mike Tyson. Your grandpa had Muhammad Ali. And Mike Tyson, your dad has Floyd Mayweather. Just this generation has Jake Paul. <laughs> what the f- dude's a damn idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, oh my God. To compare to have your name even compare to those three figures, like that's you you have no right right now to even do that. He's he, he's like in a sense of like he kind of I see him as now as like a Conor McGregor with all the damn trash talk. Yeah. And, all, and all this like oh my god he, he really is a problem child <laughs> that's that's what he's trying so hard to embellish and for some reason yeah. it's working for him and, and it's really irritating me because connor was one of my favorite fighters for a very very long time for that exact reason because he paved the way to make large amounts of money in the ufc and he created this character that was brash and he could talk to talk and he could walk to walk and he got oh, yeah. tattoos and look like a badass and he looked fit as shit. And then 
Jake Paul gets like a resemblance back tattoo that like sword spiral that Conor McGregor has. He has like almost the exact same tattoo. He's talking shit. He's doing like everything Conor did. And I'm just like, dude, you're like, uh-huh. you're not Conor McGregor. Nobody's Conor McGregor. And I don't appreciate no. the like, let me just imitate his game because it worked and then it works. Like that's what right. irritates me more than. Oh, uh, yeah. It, like like that irritation. It's it, it's. Come on, man. No, and even just putting your like I like I said, putting your name with Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. You're not, you're not even in that. It, and currently in our generation right now, like it'd probably be Canelo, and it, because the Canelo is only 31, I believe, and he has a 56 one and two record. Like he, he's right now. He's probably the best boxer right now. And he he is our generation. <laughs> like, come on now, like yeah. Jake Paul, you're you're garbage. <laughs> it, you've had four fights with really no like credited fighters except for Tyron. But like you said, he's been fighting garbage for the past three years. So what does that say? You're still garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you're just better garbage than yeah. Gar- you're better garbage than the other trash you've been fighting. <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't uh so, i don't know i'm just ready for him i want him to take a small or a medium time boxer i want him mm-hmm. to get hit like he got hit but in the tyron fight he got laid out yes. and then tyron just stopped fighting so whatever but yeah a boxer does that to you and then i mean they're not gonna let up no. i don't know why tyron let up but if they see that that fight's going to end that same round because they're going to go after it and they're going to try to hit you again. And then if you go down again, that fight's over. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It put, yeah. Jake Paul needs to put himself against an actual boxer, an actual fighter. And let's see if he has what it takes. And then maybe if he gets it, wins that fight, then maybe we'll be like, okay, you, know, you you got something going with it. But right now you're still garbage. You're trash. All right. Moving on. To <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your talks about your favorite fighter right now, any weight class, any sport. I want to hear what they got going on, why you like them. My my favorite fighter, even though he's um he he unfortunately had the the title take uh not taken, but why well, I guess taken from him, uh, Stipe Miocic. He's still he's still one of my favorite fighters. Um, you know, obviously from him being from Ohio, that's uh, that's obviously a very strong strong point. Uh, but he has had a fantastic career for him. Uh, you know, he's I believe he he's won his title uh, twice. He had it he had to fight it back from Daniel Cormier, and you know, unfortunately he got it taken from him from uh from Francis uh, Naganu, but, um, you know, he, he's still one of my favorite fighters, always will be, and definitely a, definitely a Hall of Famer, but it, for, for him coming up now with what's next, uh, I know there's been some sort of, like, rumors in the air that he might, he might be having a fight with John Jones, but I don't think John Jones is really adamant about fighting him. I think he really, he wants to come into the heavyweight division with the title fight, right away right. <laughs> but uh but not, other than that i don't really know what what would be next for Stipe Miocic. like he's he's about to turn 40 
So he's going to be like on his back. He's really on his back nine of his career. So I, I really don't know what would be next in line for him for uh, to his, uh, like he's like he's already made his career. So it's like, yeah. I don't know what, like whether fights he has, that's going to be like his farewell or just be like, hey, here's the last time you'll see me and you know, just, you know, make a standing uh, moment in his career. Like UFC planning aside, what would you want to see from him over the like, let, give him like a hypothetical, like let's say he only has two or three more fights left, maybe even one more fight left. What do you want to see? What do you want to see next from him? Or do you just want him to retire after that? I mean, like, well, I, how do you I, feel? Well, I, I would personally not I, – I, I wouldn't like to see him retire right now. I would actually like to see uh, him possibly do a trilogy uh, with Francis Nagano because they've already – they've fought twice already. No. And also the John Jones fight would actually be exciting, but, you know, I – I, I I don't personally I, I don't personally agree with John Jones coming into a title fight right away in the heavyweight heavyweight division, especially when it's going to be new for him. So that would be exciting, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, if not John Jones, I would definitely like to see against Francis Nagano. Fair enough. I mean, both of those yeah. are good fights. Um, yeah. I think I know John Jones is really pushing for this. Um, his title fight into his heavy or into his heavyweight, but there's just so much going on in the heavyweight right now. Mm-hmm. Stipe being, you know, getting a little older and being one of the the goats of the heavyweight division, and then you've got Cyril Gane who just came up and beat Derek Lewis for the right. title, which usually is the next fight, which would mean John Jones would have to wait till early next year at least to fight the winner of that fight, which right. would probably be late this year unless they squeeze John Jones in in there but then Cyril Gon's going to be pissed but then Stipe's going to wait another eight to ten months to have a fight I mean it's a difficult situation to figure out what's going on in the heavyweight division right now for sure um mm-hmm. but I mean I mean either one of those fights would be good I think I think the John Jones fight would make a lot of sense get John Jones acclimated to heavyweight to former GOAT John Jones is a GOAT um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be the best fight to make right now, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the I like the Stipe trilogy. I just don't think they're going to give it to him, unfortunately. Yeah, I think there's just too much going on, and I think Stipe would probably have to win another fight or two to get another fight with Francis if Francis survives a fight or two. Yeah, and don't and obviously, like I said, since Jokic is on the back nine of his career, don't really know how many more fights he still has in him until you right. make that choice of retiring so i like that i mean yeah. stipe was one of my favorite fighters for a while uh-huh. um my favorite fighter is also from ohio by the name of cody garbrandt got a little bit of a ohio bias but it, it for me it's hard to pick a, a favorite fighter because of how much fighting i watch but mm-hmm. my ohio bias kind of comes through and i just love the way cody garbrandt fights I mean, the first what what really made me fall in love with Cody was when he first fought Dominic Cruz for the title. He beat Dominic Cruz at his own game when Dominic Cruz was the goat of the division, and I just it made me absolutely fall in love with 
and he had a couple of fights with TJ Gillishaw. Yeah. Um, got a little unlucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, was out for a while. And he's finally really, really getting back into the fighting game. And that's really exciting for me because I love to see him fight. He just took a, a loss against Rob Font, unfortunately. Excuse me. But he's got another fight coming up in December against Kai Kara France, I believe. And that could be a good fight. Um, I think Cody Garbrandt's close to the top 10, if not in the top 10. Um, yeah, Co- Cody Garbrandt is uh, ranked at seven right now in the bantamweight. Yeah, and, and, and France is making his way up there. So, I mean, that's a good fight. Um, obviously, Cody lost his last. And if he didn't, I think he'd be getting a top five at least, three, two, one, which could be, I don't want to see another Cody TJ fight, but. Um, yeah, you I get, think that's. I think that's what we're working to next. I think if Cody wins this next next fight, and TJ loses his next fight, I think we could be looking at a Cody TJ trilogy fight, and that's what I'm most excited about. Well, um, yeah, that that would be some good redemption for Cody if he's able to come out with that uh, J fight. I hope so, because yeah. I mean he lost both fights against TJ before, and. Well, well, even well, even so, if he gets anybody within the top five, like you still have significant, really, you have you know, pretty good names in the top five. And right. Like, like we said, we got you got Dillashaw, Sanhagen, Font, Aldo, Jan, all great fighters, man. Yeah, you, I'm sure you put up a fight with any one of them if he has the opportunity. I'm um, I'm excited. That's a stacked division right now. I know we're. We talked about it on the last podcast when we went through the rankings and all that. Um, yeah, it's a stacked division. It could be, could be really good for him, or it could be really bad if he starts slipping out of it. Because didn't look too great against Wild Front, but when he first came back against Rafael Asano, I mean that was a banger of a fight. If you're a Cody Garbrandt fan, mm-hmm. knocked out. I think it was the second round, right at the bell. It was the first round of the second round, like right at the bell, four minutes and fifty nine seconds. Threw a haymaker from the hips just absolutely walloped him <laughs> but um i don't know if he can stay healthy and he can stay fighting i think he's i think he's back in the top five easily challenging for the title and any at least two years yeah yeah like like i said he's ranked seven right now so if he i'd say if he wins probably his next two fights maybe i see him probably within the top five yeah I, that's what I would ideally like to see, the, mm-hmm. the issue with everybody fighting in as stacked a division as that is right now is you never know. You could win two fights and still end up at number seven because everybody else is winning their fights too. Uh, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess if everything works out to his favor within, right. the, within those so, fights. Uh, just like everything falls into place for him. I'm excited to see what Stipe got coming up. Hopefully something here soon because I want to see him fight again for sure. Uh, same here. Like he, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't fought since March when, unfortunately, when he lost his title. So, hopefully, he gets to fight soon. But that is going to do it for today on this episode of Lights Out. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. All right, lights out, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more. Feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.